tearing me apart. What? You, you say one thing, he says another, and everybody changes back again. That's a fine way to behave. Oh. And that's from Rebel Without a Cause. Have you ever felt that frustrated? One parent tells you one thing, another parent tells you another thing, or maybe it's a boss or a co-worker, and maybe you don't yell out, out loud, you're tearing me apart, but inside that's what you're thinking and that's what your emotions express, that you just don't know what direction to move. And if you do reach out for help and ask for clarification, maybe in a better way than this guy did, uh, maybe not waiting, letting it build up, up so much that you just want to scream and tear your hair out. But if you bring it up and they just dismiss you, they just say, you know, why can't you just listen or just they don't hear you. And that not hearing somebody is so frustrating to any of us. How do you deal with that? And sometimes it's just, you know, I'm not I don't feel heard. It's just saying something very simple can get through much better than a lot of screaming and yelling. And uh, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to answer your questions on any problems you're having, maybe with coworkers, as I mentioned earlier, or with your parents, or maybe with your own kids. Maybe with yourself, you're frustrated, you're procrastinating, or you just feel like you're lost in life. You don't have any purposeful direction that's truly yours, or you're on the wrong path, you're working your butt off and not getting anywhere in terms of feeling like you have a satisfying life. Yeah, you're making ends meet, but it's not a happy life. How do you turn that around? We can talk about all sorts of issues. And although it's not therapy, it's an opportunity to maybe think about things in a different direction or a different way. My number is toll free 1-877-DRKENNER. That's toll free 1-877-DR-KENNER. And you can also visit my website drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com for podcasts, articles I've written, books I recommend, and even a book I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke on romance. And we always take questions on romance. Love those. Right now I want to turn to the phones and and welcome, Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann, you have a friend who started drinking, and you want a way to talk with him. He actually started doing um, heavy drugs. Ooh, okay. And I've I've known him for seven years. My partner has known him for twenty years, and he's yeah. really part of the family. Yeah. And in the seven years that I've known him, I mean, he has smoked pot, but he's never taken any heavy drugs. Yeah. And nine nine months ago, he started um, smoking like crystal meth. Okay. And we just found out last week that, um, or earlier this week, I guess, that he his neighbors have been harassing him, and we believe he, well, no, we don't believe, we know that he has kind of gone into a delusional state where they think that, he thinks that they are watching him and they know exactly so he's what paranoid. he's doing because they're talking to him and telling him every move that he makes. So he's... He's losing his mind. He's losing, he's building a paranoia. Right. And I want, I, I, he is, he has, isn't a threat to himself or anybody else. He's not, you know, violent um, in any way. We just are very concerned about him. Um, We are afraid that, um, and at the same time, he just found out yesterday that his dog, who is his baby, um, has, cancer, okay. and he's not going to make it for, 
you know, like it's probably a, a month, the doctor said, which is actually a good thing because um, our friend says he has to be clean for his dog, and we think he has been clean now for a week. Okay. Um, but he still is hearing the voices. And last night it kind of culminated in we were over there just taking, you know, basically trying to be with him as much as possible. Yeah. And um, he wants to take the siding off of his condo because he feels like we need to, like, look in the walls and see where the cameras or microphones are hidden. Okay, so it sounds like he needs, and and, and again, I can't evaluate him, obviously. So this is set in context. Um, It sounds like he needs hospitalization, and he needs detox, and he needs, you know, really to have a thorough eval. Um, The question is, how... Ah, you obviously care for him dearly, you know, otherwise you could just say, oh, the heck with him, who cares? You know, he's throwing away his life. Uh, I'm not going to destroy my own life. So that is the first point I want to make. You don't want to destroy your own happiness in life. You you can always reach out and give a lifeline to a friend. Be be aware that you don't want to do it at the cost of you're not spending time with your loved ones, your partners, your friends, and your work. So it can cost you time and energy and effort, and it should be relative to the importance of that person in your life. So um, the second point is you've been, you guys have been with him a lot, and you've known him for so long. What are the values that he has where you think he would, where you have a teeny window of opportunity to reach him? You said his dog. What else is around that you think is important to him where you've seen just some little smithereens of, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, or, you know, movement in the other, in the better direction? I mean, I think right now um, his dog is our, our kind of our last, hope in a way okay i mean it's only we've only known about this um like that he's been hearing things for the last week yeah um and it's and it's i called i know that you can't evaluate him it was more right what do we do right does he have a doctor or a medical doctor or a therapist a a psychologist or some other mental health worker yeah does he Um, have one we he has a doctor we have actually been in contact with good good um he, we have, um, the last few days, have been really trying to get him to um, talk to somebody. You know, it's like his was dying. It's like, you really need to go talk to somebody. And what does he say to you? He says, um, I can't take the time right now. I need to be with uh, my dog. It, and is there a way that you could bring the dog with you, even if someone sits in the car with the dog? That's exactly what I told him. I said, you know, I talked to you know, a psychologist who actually talked to me on the phone, and it was extremely effective, and you could be with Gert. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, what about Gert wanting him to get better? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. Is there a yeah, way that you could say, you know, if your dog, you don't want to fake that the dog can think like that, but if your right. dog were aware of this, what do you think Gert would tell you? And, and that's exactly what we've been talking about. Okay. Like, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, he wouldn't want you to be sitting here and, not, and you know, well, I mean, he's not doing drugs right now, but it's yeah. like he would want you to be going out and taking him for walks and um, taking right. care of yourself. You can also um, just not tell him what to do. Just say, what advice do you think Gert would give you right now? 
and let him answer it for himself. Now you've already fed him. Oh, the, that's a good idea. You've already fed him the words because you were just starting to tell me them. So those words may come back to him because you've already warmed yeah. up that context, a positive context. If he goes negative on you, you can never predict where some. If he said, "Well, Gert would tell me to just throw in the towel like he's doing," you know. Okay. If he goes <laughs> negative on you, then change topic. You know, okay. then you need another direction. Um, but if you can use Gert, what would Gert or anyone who loved you think? You know, you don't have to mention yourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you can let him do the thinking to capture. A, the goal is to get him to convince himself to get some help. Right. If Does he have any children? No. Okay. He any family? He from his family. Okay, so there are major issues here. Any anybody he really values, the two of you. We're we think we're probably the last his last hope. Then you could say, What do you think we might advise? Do you you know we love you or you know we care for you, however you phrase it. What do you think we might advise? I can I will ask him that. Okay. I, Listen <laughs> I I would hope that he would like I mean, I tell him I love him, and and you know he he was staying over here for the last you know four nights, um, but he went back home last night. My partner is like he can tell he's not believing, you know, like he's judging him or not judging, but just not believing what's happening. And so the fact that somebody doesn't believe his other friends that haven't believed and just say he needs to go to rehab and you're right. hallucinating. He just stops talking to him, and we're afraid that if he stops talking to us, then that'll be it. Okay, so then you you could talk to his doctor and see if there's any way he could commit him. I mean, you hate to do this to anyone, but if their life is, if they're a threat, you said he's not a threat to himself. He's not he's suicidal, not, no. right? Right. Listen, I'm going to recommend a book for you, which is Sober for Good, which is also Clean for Good, too. It's by Anne Fletcher, and she talks exactly about how... Um, uh, how people change themselves and how to reach out to them. She's got a whole chapter on that. Okay. Listen, thank you very much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. When I entered my marriage, I left my true self at the door. Now I don't even know who I am anymore. My girlfriend doesn't want to make anyone mad. I never know how she truly feels. And I'm clueless when it comes to pleasing her sexually. She won't express what she likes. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.